When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adelaide Hills coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's go! 14 minutes past 8, 24 degrees across Adelaide today. Bix, we've been asking for songs that could define your club season or what will be the soundtrack to their 2023. Um, got a great text that came in from Source on, and 0427154166. Not a song for my team, but those poor guys over in North Melbourne after Jason Horn Francis starts dominating at Alberton, um, he wanted to hear the sounds of silence. Hello, darkness, I've come to talk with you again. We are sitting in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. There's a lot happening in South Australia. More happening in Victoria as well. There's a lot more clubs playing their trials over the weekend to tell us more. Um, Josh Gablich joins us. Josh, good morning. We appreciate your time. As always, what was a standout for you over the weekend? Morning, Jared. Morning, Mark. Good to be with you both. I went to three games across the weekend. Good to finally see some footy. I've watched a lot of footy training in the past <laughs> exactly. few months, so good to see some games. I know a lot of people are critical of these pre-season games, but I'd prefer to see them than see nothing heading into round one. But I think probably the, the big takeaway for me was, was how good Melbourne looked first up, and don't want to get too carried away by a practice match form, especially against St Kilda, given the state they're in at the moment with their injuries. But all the hype this time last year was around Melbourne and their premiership defence, especially doing it on home soil. And we all know what happened there. So they they look really good. And I've watched them closely across the summer. So they, they really loom as a side that's on the rebound heading into uh, 2023. Well, talk to us about Brody Grundy, of course. He's the, the big recruit for them. How, how is he going to be used and how did he perform? Well, this is the first time we got to see these two paired. I mean, since that trade went through in October, we've been wondering how will Mark, uh, Max Gorn and and Brody Grundy function in the same side. And we got to see it on Friday night at Moorabbin and they probably split the ruck time 50-50 roughly. I mean, Max Gorn went behind the ball at different times, went forward, kicked two goals, Grundy kicked a goal. So we're still waiting to see how they will settle in the same team. I mean, the, the benefit at Melbourne right now is that they've got Ben Brown and Tom McDonald up and going. So they're quite tall inside 50 when they mm. rest a, a Max Gorn or a Brody Grundy up there. So the jury's still out to see how this is really going to work but I, I think I mean I, I, like a lot of people I went there to see how the ruck situation was going to work but I went away from, from the game seeing how good Lockie, Lockie Hunter looked on a wing I mean this is a guy on deadline day that the deal really didn't generate much interest at all because of all the chaos that happens on deadline day and they got him for a steal a future third round pick and, and he slotted straight into a wing and was almost best on ground first up so the pairing of him and Ed Langdon is going to be really exciting but I think we'll, we'll need probably four to six weeks to really get a look at, at Grundy and Gorn and see how they're going to function together in the same team. And tell us about, after the game, Melbourne just jumped out and did half an hour of uh, conditioning work. <laughs> That's a pretty solid uh, uh, sign to the rest of the competition that they're fairly serious about uh, where they're headed. They did. You don't miss much. I mean, the VFL game was going on straight afterwards and press conferences and, and all that sort of thing. But you could see across just on the outside of Moorabbin, 
Melbourne being put through a, a pretty grueling fitness, and it was a hot. It was 32 degrees on, on Friday in Melbourne, a really humid day. So they didn't waste the opportunity to put them through the ringer, but a really good sign given their straight sets exit's been a big talking point over here for, for months and to produce what they did first up and then to see that was, was quite impressive. So, Josh, the the good news is a, a lot of players have got through unscathed who had question marks over their fitness leading into 2023, but there are a handful of players which unfortunately happens in the preseason. So we speak of Billings, Henry, Heppel. There's a couple of big names that look like they are in doubt for round one. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Dyson Heppel is one that, that looks like he might miss round one. He hurt his foot against the Gold Coast last week. You mentioned Jack Billings. I mean, St Kilda's injury, issue, injury issues have been really well documented. I mean, almost since the time Ross Lyon walked in the door in November, they've had Max King, that shoulder reconstruction mm. in December, to Jack Hayes, to Tim Membry, now to Jack Billings. I mean, their forward line is unrecognisable at the moment. They used Dougal Howard as a key forward in the second half, which sums up their situation right now. Patrick Cripps was the other one that sent a scare through Carlton's camp. He sort of limped off with about three minutes to go on, on Friday afternoon and that they pulled him pretty quickly and they're pretty confident he'll be fine potentially for this weekend, but, but definitely for, for round one. But Jack Henry's the big one. I mean, so much disappointment in terms of his last 12 months because he had foot surgery on the same foot back in January last year, missed eight games in the middle of the year when he had the issue flare up again on Easter Monday and then got through a full pre-season and been used as a forward across the summer with no Tom Hawkins on the track who's coming back from his own foot issue. For this to happen on the eve of the season was, was really disappointing. I was down at Geelong yesterday, gone up to Queensland to see a foot specialist up there. There was there were fears that he was going to need some form of surgery, but I don't think they thought it was going to be this bad. It looks like he won't come back in the first half of the year, which is mm. a really, really big blow for the Cats. It was a big comment yesterday, Chris Scott or the Geelong Footy Club. They ruled him out for round one. I thought that was uh, optimistic. Just leaving it at round one. That's a, it's a serious injury. It's a like you said. I, I've I've had the unfortunate uh, occurrence to break my foot. I broke it twice, and it's similar to to what Jack did. Got through all of preseason and pretty much on the last session because the grounds are really firm. You're doing a lot of work. You know, obviously running. There's a lot of stress that goes through your feet, so um, he's got that, you know, a fracture. So generally, you have a, a hot spot or something that may have gone undetected, and then that's turned into a fracture, which is uh, at least eight weeks for him. And then you've got to regain form and fitness. So that's a disaster. His brother looked all right, though, Ollie. Well, that's that's the other talking point. I think this was the story to come out of Geelong on Thursday night. Ollie Henry, I mean, another deadline day move that didn't quite generate a lot of attention. A bit like Lockie Hunter, but for different reasons. I mean. Ollie Henry was taken at pick 17 only a couple of years ago. Collingwood did not want to lose it. They didn't even want to deal with Geelong. And it, the longer the trade period went on, they realised they had to. And he was part of that three-way trade with Tom Mitchell. And, and Tom Mitchell generated all the headlines for obvious reasons. But Ollie Henry, four goals first up in the hoops and has had a, a really big pre-season straight away. And he, he looks like he's going to slot straight into this premiership side. There was an unknown at the start of the pre-season where he fit exactly in the plans, especially with... Tanner Bruin and Jack Bowes coming in. They got Jai Clark, pick eight. But Ollie Henry is the one, the pick of the bunch so far. And there might be a couple other names that I just mentioned that, that slot in in round one because they were so impressive first up, especially Tanner Bruin and even Jack Bowes early. So there are some spots up for grabs with obviously Joel Selwood retiring. There's an injury cloud around Mitch Duncan right now. We haven't ruled him out of round one, but there could be some new faces in this premiership, uh, in this premiership side. 
Now, Josh, before we let you go, we know that Curtis Taylor handed Harry Styles and North Melbourne Guernsey over the weekend. Can you confirm if Harry went to the trial match between North <laughs> Melbourne and Richmond on the weekend? Well, I don't think he would have because it was very, very windy on Friday morning and it would have sort of disrupted his preparation, I would have thought. So I'm not too sure if uh, that would have been his cup of tea. He might have been out at Moorabbin later in the day just sort of warming up ahead of uh, ahead of his performance on yeah. Friday night. But no... I haven't seen him around, and I've been around a lot of footy clubs, so I haven't seen him around lately. Well, that is good. It's a great insight to what's happening in Victoria as well. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Josh Gablich from the AFL does amazing work there too, so thank you so much for that. Um, The injuries are always a concern, aren't they, Bix, heading into a a new season because you put so much work in Mm. from September, some teams from August leading up until March, and then it's have some more time off. Well, there is no worse time to get injured than on the eve of round one because, like you say, you've done all the fitness work so you've gone through all the pain you're just about to cash in and then you get injured of course and then you uh, you go back to square one for some particularly if it's a, a leg or a foot injury and you can't continue to run if you break your arm not so bad you can still run and maintain that fitness but Jack Henry would be devastated and, and Dyson Heppel let's hope that that foot injury is not too serious for him 22 minutes past eight we'll wrap up the show next and give away that signet boost power bank